can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer. Because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Alright, hey there everybody, welcome, how you doing? Uh, have, hope you're having a good night, welcome to Swamp Ass Uggos, here on KZSM.org every Sunday at 10pm. I am your host, as always, Jordan Pilkington, and with me, as per usual, is uh, Cherry Taken Lexi Morris. You were filibustering, you didn't have anything planned. I did not, I had you to come up with something. Planned. That's too close to um, finger popping. It was, it was really close. Yeah. What did you even say? I checked out because I just... I called you Cherry Taken. Cherry Taken? Yeah. Io Cherio. <laughs> gross. It's am- how was that gross? Now, what That's a, a what beloved a dis- children's game. What a disgusting game. thing. Um, Look, let's not get personal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, li- it's a little too close to home. <laughs> it's a little too, <laughs> too close, close to home. I do say so myself. Um, Alrighty. Anyway, hope hope everybody's having a good Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I am. Mm-hmm. I had about... Th- I guess if you... You've had... Three. If you do the math, it's about three shots before we got here. Mm-hmm. Um, thank God I'm driving. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm driving. I which is might be worse actually than me driving drunk. Yeah. <laughs> is he driving sober? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm really good at backing up now, uh, and so I, I just nice, drive in dude. reverse everywhere we go. Uh huh. But you might be drunk, but you're still leading the show. Absolutely. And I'm just feeding off of your energy. No, I'm I completely have, sober. I have but power. Yeah. We're on something tonight. Yeah. It's great. Um, also, uh, we got some feedback from a few listeners or f- a f- uh, uh, over, over, over the past week. Mm-hmm. And something that I feel I have to reiterate once again is that we are not a podcast. We are a syndicated radio program. Mm-hmm. And for you to call us a podcast, I'm going to spit in your goddamn eyes mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you do it again. Yeah, Reddit users. You listen, <laughs> you listen here. I was talking about that, you that date that you had. Who oh. <laughs> said, oh, I'll listen to your podcast, which is uh, a line that people used to sleep with comedians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I would love to listen to your hour-long podcast about that's nothing. So. Oh, that's Look, you don't have to stroke my ego. I know what's happening. That's so. Syndicated radio show. What a funny program. What program. a, it's, that's, <clears throat> that's such a, f- tw- the modern world is full of wonders, <laughs> and I think the most magical is that any woman who wants to sleep with a comedian for some reason would have to pretend to listen to their stupid-ass <laughs> podcast. I don't even tell... I don't... Look, I, I, I don't bring it up first. I, I do not bring it up at all. People find out, and I go, yeah, yeah, you know, I got that show. It's a big deal, <laughs> you know. There's a whole studio, mm-hmm. so um. We do have a studio. Yeah, it's a pretty nice studio. Big, 
professional. It is a million dollar studio. We should put candles in here. Yeah, let's burn things. I think that would be good. That. I think they would appreciate it. As long as it's not near the foam, we should mm-hmm. be fine. I think if we do end up uh, accidentally setting any fires, we'll just cover it like it was a true crime mystery <laughs> or a haunting. We can blame Steve. Yes. Which, speaking of, happy birthday, happy birthday Steve, Steve. Steve Jones, uh, fellow DJ, and really the jack of all trades around KZSM. He's the one, he's the glue that's kind of keeping this whole shindig together. Yeah. Um, so we just wanted to say, from your favorite Uggos, Happy birthday, Happy Mr. Birthday, Man. Steve. Appreciate everything you do. Of course. For giving us this show. Uh, yeah, absolutely. As much as you might regret it, we really appreciate it. <laughs> I know, I regret it. All right, Jordan. So, what are we getting into this week? Right. So, we've all heard of pixies, fairies, Mystics. gnomes. They're on our porch. But there's another name you might know them by Los Duendes. A little man like creature. They can be anywhere from a few inches to three feet tall, and they are full of mischief. And wonder. Full of it. Absolutely yeah. full of it. Yeah, today we're talking about uh, uh, El Duende uh, and the related uh, uh, little folk mm-hmm. of various cultures' folklore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just, they are like gnomes. They're literally just gnome. A lot of different cultures around the world believe in gnomes. Does Duende translate to anything? Specific? It translates, uh, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a portmanteau. Mm-hmm. of a couple words that translate to like master of the house mm-hmm. but it's come to mean goblin gotcha mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how loud are they playing their fucking music oh, that we can hear it only <laughs> that's so funny i'm gonna beat their goddamn good, ass good for them i'm not mad <laughs> i am not Mad. Every, yeah, every time a car passes by the studio, we all have to glare at it. We go out of our way just to glare, <clears> as if they can see us. As if they could see or care. Or care. This happens every single week. Every week. We're, it's we're a Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, to get back to you though, the Spanish term duende mm-hmm. originated as a contraction of the phrase dueño de casa or duende de casa, which means possessor of a house. Okay. And was originally conceptualized as a mischievous spirit inhabiting a home. Okay. But they've but come they're to not just regular people inhabiting a home. No, they're little little goblin creatures mm-hmm. um, that are the master of the house because y- they're magical mm-hmm. beings. Yeah. So they can curse you. Doesn't matter if you're the alpha. If you are short and you own a house, you are the duende. <laughs> it's kind of like a cat. Duendes are kind of like cats kinda if like you think cats. about it. Because no matter how many times we got to tell them, Fleetwood is the master of our home. Yeah. Uh He's, he's he's letting us live there. It's his world. We're just living in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's basically what this is. Um, but no, yeah, uh, El Duende is... Uh, it comes from Iberian folklore. Mm-hmm. Um, Iberia being Spain and Portugal, like that little, mm. that little part of, of Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, but due to colonization, that fun little thing. Colonization check. <laughs> Uh, due to colonization, it is uh, uh, the belief is widely spread through a lot of Latin and South America. Okay, so, mm-hmm. that's why it's they know, brought <laughs> they brought gnomes to. They South brought America. little men. Actually, well, we'll get to it later. Okay, um, but in South America, according to legend, this elf-like creature either dwelled in the forest or lived inside the children's bedroom walls. It is said that when the opportunity arrives, El Duende will lead children deep into the forest to his cave or will come out of the walls 
to clip a sleeping child's toenail off. Most often, taking the entire toe with him. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So they, are they just bad at taking the toenail off? They yeah. Get the whole thing? It's like if I was trying to clip my toenails right now. It's like... <laughs> good cut. Um, I can't imagine the toenail clipper big enough to do that. I can only imagine they're using... I got one big enough. Garden shears? Mm-hmm. Okay. Humble brag. Um, not, not to brag, everybody, but I got, I got some pretty big you know, like toenail clipper. <laughs> hedge clippers just going for the whole toe. What is the purpose? What is the purpose? Are they... Is it punishment? Or is it just grooming? Uh, uh, Teaching them a lesson. More, more or less, yeah. The, uh, it seems like a lot of the folklore surrounding uh, Duendes specifically is that um, it's like a way to like get children to behave. It's like they're like a form of like the boogeyman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, that's a Duende. Mm-hmm. That's a Duende. When, when the... <laughs> When an elf takes your toe and he hops the window. That's the one day. Yeah, no, but conversely, in some Latin American cultures, duendes are believed to be the helpers of people who get lost in the forest so they could find their way home. Hmm. In the folklore of the Central American country of Belize, duendes are thought of as forest spirits and protectors. And specifically in Belize, they are called Tata Duende. Tata Duende? Tata Duende. Because Tata is the... For bye-bye Duende? (laughs) You you wish, you stupid bitch. Um, (laughs) uh, Tata is the Yucatec Mayan word for grandfather. Okay. So this is the grandpappy goblin. Mm. Actually, Belize Belize did a a folklore segment. Not not a segment. (laughs) They did a a segment of history. (laughs) Yeah, they were like pimping out their folklore on like their stamps. There's, there's like, a, a stamp collection that has, mm-hmm. like, a bunch of, like, uh, traditional, like, uh, Belizean folklore. Mm-hmm. And Tata Duende is one of them. Ooh. It looked look really cool, actually. Um, what do they, what do these, these Duendes look like? I'm so glad you asked because that's the next line hey. <laughs> this, <Yeah. laughs> in this script I have. Uh, Tata Duende is described as having backwards feet and hands with no thumbs. I did not expect you to say that. <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. They were made wrong. <laughs> I'm so glad you asked because they are God's sins. Little, little, little BMW body made wrong right there. Body, body made wrong. Mm-hmm. That's what I say every time I look in the mirror. <laughs> uh, why are my hips so big? I just, hey. I, I need to know why. Um, that's but, genetics. That's <laughs> Uh, I mean, they're also described as, like, you know, short little men that wear, like, big red hats. Yeah, that's what I was expecting you to yeah. say. Not that their feet were backwards. I mean, they're f- they also are wearing hats, like but... facing the wrong way? Yeah. So, like, imagine your feet right. and twist them 180 degrees. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you imagining it? I'm imagining now it. Now do it. It sounds hard. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my ankle. <laughs> I'll never dance again. We have a soundboard that's just the sound of me breaking <laughs> your bones. Recorded live... <laughs> live in front of a studio in front of a live studio audience me breaking every bone in lexi's body every time a car passes, uh, passes by we play that and you start shouting is this what you want I'll do this is you. this what you goddamn want <laughs> is there any physical advantage to having backwards feet i feel like that uh, creates visual mischief <laughs> in my heart it unsettles me it, it, it's definitely unsettling i mean i guess if you're like running through the woods you can't get tracked because they they think you're going the opposite way that is so smart 
Oh, that is so cool. Yeah, that's why they did it. Yeah, so they can get tracked. <laughs> um. Uh, uh, no, yeah, so, uh, stories of people who have encountered the Tata Duende say that they could recognize him because of his distinct whistle. Okay. Um, others say that he smokes cigars and plays the guitar. I gotta be honest, Tata Duende sounds, uh, rad as hell. That's so cool. Tata <laughs> Duende was really what inspired Coco. I, I do not... Uh, um, if you don't think about it at all, it might be true. Look, you don't uh, have the to opinions expressed on this program are solely those of your host or of my guest, and do not reflect those of KZSM Community Radio or its governing body, SMXTCRA. Thanks for all that. Thanks for You're that. You're welcome. I don't remember Coco smoking a cigar, Lexi. Who do you think Coco is in that movie? The grandmother. Oh, okay. I don't think he's the boy. That's Miguel. Yeah, I know. I was trying to see if you remember uh-huh. what was going on. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Distinct whistle. I was going for the musician. That's what I was. Oh, I wasn't trying to com- not the I was not, not the, trying to compare not the cigar. The no, I was not trying to compare. No, the whistling of the guitar. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Being very charming. Yeah. Also, he killed his uh, best friend. Yes. Yes, that's also uh, the mischief of mm-hmm. you know being in the underworld. Yeah. So, uh, duendes aren't all good, you know. They're a little mischievous. Uh, they could be evil, depending on who you ask. Um, uh, would you like to know how to survive? Oh, please. Parents would tell their children to hide their thumbs, or El Duende would bite them off if you encounter one. If you, so if you wanted to stay safe, you could tuck your thumb in and claim to be a relative of the Duende, and he would believe you. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> so they're very stupid. They're yeah. dumb. Oh, very gullible. Yeah. yeah, they're the Lexi Morrises of cryptids. Oh, that's not fair. That's Got not your fair. ass. I am six nine. Got <laughs> <you>. <laughs> I, have, I have five fingers. Um, no, yeah, they just you tuck your you tuck your thumbs and be like, hey, it's cousin, 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 cousin Coco. Hey, you know what I'm hey, talking it's about? Like hey, cousin it's me. Coco. And then the Duendes. It's, like, it's me, old no thumbs, <laughs> your granddad. Yeah, so that means it's genetic. It's not a. <laughs> They didn't lose it in like a carpentry accent. They just It's uh, not hazing. It's not hazing. Mm-hmm. Not even not even a little bit. I this is the second week in a row that the audio just keeps peaking when we're talking and I don't understand why it keeps happening, but it is. Yeah. My my apologies to the audience. We're we're way too excited. We're Very. Doing, doing the best we Very can. excited. David, I know you're listening, so if you could text me and let me know how we're sounding right now, that would be perfect. Mm-hmm. If anyone else we know is listening live, uh, any sp- <laughs> any spurned lovers, any close family friends. That's so funny. Yeah, um, spurned lovers listening to this. Hey, can you imagine? Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> uh, all the people that have told about this show that have, that have ghosted me. That's so like, funny. You, you ghosted the you ghosted the girl that called this a podcast. You don't get to be mad. I don't know if that's true. You told me the story. Mm, I don't know. If you that's ignored true. her, <laughs> and then you texted your ex girlfriend hey, from so two what else years about these doing this. <laughs> about these uh these little uh creatures we got thank you david he said we sound cute and crisp oh thanks david um okay so that form is very specific to belize but the term duende comes from spain clearly um but this isn't just the indigenous people adopting a belief from their colonizers in fact the mayans also believed in a little man in a big hat who would get up to all kinds of mischief the terms may have blended but the myths were basically identical. Oh, okay. And that's what 
uh, inspired me to do this episode in the first place mm-hmm. was the fact that these two very distinct cultures that were separated by millennia mm-hmm. and an ocean, oceans, mm-hmm. uh, oceans eleven, oceans eleven, had the same belief in tiny mischievous men that mm-hmm. got up to no good. Mm-hmm. Well, I've never, I've never seen a short man that was up to any good. <laughs> very funny i don't think i've i don't trust any man that ain't five seven <laughs> I don't tr- i'm so I close you said you you <laughs> i know how tall you are <laughs> look i'm five six and a half on a good day on a good day how often do you have good days but almost never <laughs> um yeah fun fact another word for the duendes is uh the polish <laughs> Um, look, I... Yeah, racism crosses oceans. That's, absolutely. that's You is. can't be racist to the Polish. Can you be to the Polish? They're not smart enough not to trusting. comprehend it. <laughs> that's just bullying. I'm allowed to say it. <laughs> Who's going to sit down me? Uh, you want to read that? You want to read that, uh, disclosure? The disclaimer? Just specifically for the Polish. I, I specifically say that the, stu- the studio endorses it. The, <laughs> uh, the opinions expressed in this program are so those of your co-hosts uh, and do not reflect those of KZSM Community Radio or its governing body, SMTXCRA. There, you happy? The people of Poland. The people have spoken. <laughs> the people have spoken. Uh, look, I'm big trouble in little Poland himself. Okay, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I think I qualify as the voice of the Polish people. Mm-hmm. I think you're. That's why I'm squat, covered in hair, um, and I can't pronounce certain words. You you that have too many L's in them. Mm-hmm. You can you can pronounce a lot of s- certain words that you're not supposed to hey, say you on the <laughs> air, and you practice at home too. You pronounce they practice pronouncing those words all day. You know which ones I'm talking about. That's so funny. <laughs> Just implying I'm I'm a, I'm a casual racist at home. It's not casual at all. <laughs> this um, is the most fun I've had in an episode yeah. in a while. <laughs> um, um, no, yeah. So uh, last week on the Twitter, I uh, may have implied casually mm-hmm. that Lexi looks like a Tilbury, yeah. the milk stealing uh, uh, bone worm, dirt worm. Mm-hmm. That steals milk and uh, looks like a failed uh, claymation you puppet. You didn't have to say failed. Uh, might have implied you look like it. I don't know. Might might not have. Might have. Depends who you ask. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, if you think that I did it, it's on you. Really, if you have uh, perception, uh, yeah. you, would, so you would say that. This entire episode, uh, you get to uh, get back at me mm-hmm. with all these short jokes. You, yeah, you did it to yourself by, I know I did. by just scheduling this episode. Mm-hmm. But, you know. I'm not that big of a bully, and you're not that big, so really... <sighs> we'll be right back after this, after these brief messages. Powwow season is just around the corner. Join Indigenous Freedom Radio every Saturday afternoon, and we'll keep you informed on where we'll be for the weekend, right here on KZSM, your true community radio in San Marcos, Texas. Stop. All right, and welcome back, everybody. Welcome to Swamp Ass Uggos here on KZSM.org. True community 
Radio. That's right. Every Sunday, live at 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. Speaking of community, I've got beef with the uh, Texas State subreddit because they would not let me post from the official Swamp Ass Legos Reddit account <laughs> because it was not a week old. Wow. So. Discriminatory. That uh, peaked the that audio. Peaked the audio. <laughs> Got a lot to say there. Yeah, sure do. We'll pick some bones. We got bones to pick. We got lots of bones. 206. (laughs) Y'all remember that Hannah Montana episode where she sang the bone song? I forgot that the audience can't respond. I'm sorry. That's on (laughs) me. That's on me for the dead air. You really left a a pause (laughs) for people to go, yeah. Like this is Dora. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking, okay, the way you were describing, um, we're essentially talking about gnomes yeah. gnome like people mm-hmm. uh the the duende um you know because i i grew up around hispanic culture well, you're from the valley i'm from the valley mm-hmm. um you could have just said that um for those of you who don't know the valley is south texas not california <laughs> the rio Grande valley look it up read a book um we we read a few stories about duende in um in my english class actually it was like part of a a very short play um and we were asked to do like a performance of it we had one of those english teachers that loved when you don't do reading when you just do things that are fun just busy work yeah um so we did a very short play based on the text and not it wasn't the script at all we just did something based on it Uh so we we basically did some really really you know far off from the source material play about one troll-like creature that was harassing everybody and they had to spray water on it for it to go away um but because we were in um middle school this is like sixth grade yeah we just used axe body spray because we thought it would be really funny that is to make fun of the boys they use axe body spray instead of showering Yeah. yeah i don't i don't know if that's um culturally um accurate it wasn't me so i don't give a shit cool amazing um. Yeah, I've always been a shower, actually. Yeah, I'm kind of like the perfect man, if you think about it. Mm, mm. Don't you That's dare mention my height. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect man doesn't exist. Sees the 5'6 Polish uh, dude in a bandana <laughs> at the KZSM studio. Yeah, I look like I believe in Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't shaved in a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sweaty. <laughs> you look like you're trying to convince people that Bigfoot exists. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so how was your uh, Duende play? It went over really well. Um, Very cool. We had we we were hopped up on whatever sixth graders are hopped up on when it gets to be like eighth period. And you're, just, you're just full of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those um, really concentrated uh, peach mm-hmm. syrup, you know. Fentanyl. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, peach. Yeah, the sliced up peach. I, I, I don't know what middle school you went to, but I know the one I went to. <laughs> yeah, um, it was it was eccentric. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't learn a lot, but we had a good time. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, duendes are also like um, like even like like in modern day, like uh, um, they're more of like uh, like uh, uh, no one really believes in like duendes. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people do. Some people believe in like like the fae. Mm-hmm. Um, but more or less, duendes specifically, like in Latin America, are more like, uh, uh, well, did you lose something? Well, the duendes took it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's more like, uh, uh, like, it's like, uh, my phone was right in front of me, I look away, and it's gone. Mm -hmm. The duendes took it. That's more or less how those are used. Yeah, that was kind of a, 
when you're in school and you drop your pencil and even though there's a finite amount of tile and floor and it's, it's all visible, somehow it's gone not. yeah, yeah. Gone forever. Gone i hate i hate when that happens mm-hmm. um so we both did a little bit of research on the fey folk that's right on the the we the we people the we of various cultures um i have a couple more that i can talk about mm-hmm. but i figured it'd be fun if we just kind of switch off yeah absolutely so if you'd like to take it away go right ahead yeah I mean, usually I'm not the person who does the research. I usually sit back and relax. But I figured um, Jordan might get sad looking at different descriptions of himself cross-culturally. <sighs> so I figured I would take some of the reins, take a little load off. Oh, what's the load? No, no, your mic's off. Oh, no. <laughs> Turn it back on. Turn it back on. Or I'll, I'll start I'll start swinging. Is it on? Your mic's on. All right. You can hear Wonderful. yourself. I love listening to the sound of my own voice. I know you do. Um... So I, I decided to take a look into um, the Scandinavian versions of duendes and gnomes. Mm-hmm. Um, out in Sweden, Norway, and Denmark, they have pretty similar ideas of them. Um, but they, they go by two different names, either the, the Nissa or the Tomt. Um, and these are exactly like you would imagine. Um, they're most closely associated with gardens and farmland. Uh, even all of their, like, if you're looking at the etymology of it, uh, all of the translations are are just really fun, like, cottagecore things, like you would call any, like, traditional dude. Uh-huh. Um, so, th- like, people think that the, the term Nissi, which is more on the, like, Norwegian yeah. side of things. It's more of, like, a Nordic-sounding word. Yeah, that it comes from a water sprite term called nixie okay um or an old norse word that means dear little relative so they're Aww. just like the traditional like you know like like you said earlier like the man of the house yeah um and then the um the word tomt which is more the swedish uh translation clearly it can it can mean three different things mm-hmm. farm guardian homestead man or yard fellow i hope people call me a yard fellow yeah i feel like <laughs> that rules if you're just into like that kind of cottagecore culture like if you just want a nice traditional man <laughs> <laughs> that just does his part mows the lawn takes care of the weeds mm-hmm. a, f- a yard fellow tag yourself a yard t- yeah <laughs> farm guardian guardian of the farm um yeah they're they're, they're not s- as mystic as they are just very endearing mm-hmm. um is it too much to ask get you a Get you a tomped. <laughs> we don't even have a yard. <laughs> have like two, two we have a shopping cart that we spray painted green and put plants on. Yeah, that's as close as we can get. We have get. the plant cart. That's about it. The plant it. cart. Guardian of the plants. <laughs> cart of the plants. Um, but they, they're traditional in every sense of the term. Um, so they just, they mind their own business. They, they help, you know, with the farming. Um, and they, they're said to bring good fortune. So that's kind of a classic gnome theme. Mm-hmm. Is that That's why people like to have them in their gardens. They're said to bring good fortune. Okay. Um, uh, that's kind of derived from the folklore. Because gnomes didn't come about until well after the things that we're talking about. Yeah. So the the Tomt and the Nyssa um, are from like the 17th century. So we're, we're talking in the 1600s. This is the folklore that was going around. It wasn't until like 1840. Mm-hmm. And later, that gnomes, classic garden gnomes, came about. Um, but these, these, these little, these little mischief bringers, the wee folk, the, the wee folk, um, they were exactly how you think they'd be. So our little short kings <laughs> had a temper, Thank right? You. As to be expected, 
Because anyone compressed that much is angry about it. You better watch your goddamn <laughs> tone with the me, The taller Morris. you are, the more the more free. Your anger is dispersed. Yes, you it, it flows freely throughout your body. Mm-hmm. You get the fresher air, higher you up you are. <laughs> when you're down there, you're just mad. You can't reach things. Yeah, it smells like farts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're they're i mean widely regarded as like pretty happy beings Mm -hmm. really fortunate you like having them around Mm -hmm. they they help out you know they can do chores for you they bring good fortune um but they are very easily offended by disrespect i know that sounds pretty vague no you gotta you know you better put some respect on that name you gotta put some respect on the name Mm -hmm. the nissa are not fooling around Mm -hmm. um and they they get their like their general idea of of what you can expect from them from just imagine a a regular swedish man in the 1600s mm-hmm. and just small so like they were the exact same thing as like a a person yeah so the, they're just like a foot tall the idea that we have of the image of gnomes mm-hmm. right now think of a gnome that's exactly what they look like back Whoa. in sweden in the 1600s <laughs> so they were just wearing pullover tunics with a belt very mm-hmm. fashion very vogue very chic very chic very in mm-hmm. very potato sack with a gucci <laughs> belt and then you know when you have a beanie that doesn't quite it's like too long for your head oh. so it's got that little tail. little point at the top i hate that i hate that's that a, that's a gnome hat but it's a gnome hat that rules like if you're out there if winter's coming winter's coming and if you've got a beanie that is too long for your head it makes me think you're a gnome and I, every time I'm wearing a beanie, which isn't super often, uh-huh. but I have to make sure it's like pulled up on so, my head. So you I don't look like a clan member? <laughs> well, that too. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, all of my, all of my beanies say La Quinta on them. Hey, we got, we I got, got free beanies. From we got La an Quinta. email from somebody to, uh, from a current listener Oh. Uh, who says they had an encounter with uh, not an El Duende, but a similar goblin creature. Ooh. Yeah. I'm excited to read this. Okay. So this is from listener Hidden Squid. So thank you very much. Um, I haven't ever encountered El Duende, but I did once meet a similar goblin-like creature. I was traveling through Texas in the dead of night with the pale light of a sickle moon cast upon me. Okay. I walked under an old bridge made of iron and forgotten dreams and was suddenly accosted by a strange goblin-like creature. He started babbling ab- He started babbling about Star Trek and Bigfoot and said words that sounded like water and hot dog, but they were almost beyond... <laughs> recognition this is this is oh shoot i think i've heard of this keep reading keep I reading then, why are you slowing down i then tried to ask down? the small fellow what was wrong but then he started screeching i'm five six that ain't small what do you think you're some wise guy and frankly after that i ran away as fast as i could as i ran in the distance i heard what was almost snickering but instead of a traditional laugh it sounded closer to the creature saying that's so funny over and over <laughs> It was beyond paranormal, and frankly, I hope I never experience it again. <laughs> to this day, you can sometimes, if you're alone <laughs> at night, if you're alone at night by the bridge, in the distance, if you if you turn your ear toward the moon, you can hear hot dog coffee water. How upsetting! That's awesome. Thank you for I'm gonna community kill myself. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so glad that the community will bully you. really joined in on this yeah really I'm, I'm glad we're setting the tone early for what we how, how we want <laughs> interactions with our audience to go yeah 
Uh, yeah, if you've got any, if you've got any stories about your encounters or any cyberbullying requests, uh, feel free to send it <laughs> in because we'll just read them. We'll read all of it. I swear we'll read them. Mm-hmm. I swear. Um, thank you so much for that, Hayden. Thank you, Hidden Squid. You know who's Hayden? Hayden? No, it said Hayden Squid. Hidden Squid. Hayden Squid. Hidden Squid. Hayden Squid. You think it was Hayden? Hayden Squid. What do you? What are you saying? Beat his goddamn ass. Well, it could be anybody. Thank you for ha- thank you, Hayden Squid. I'm sorry I didn't say your surname. Was Hidden. H i d d e m. Meteor. Meteor. Uh, Meteor. I'm I'm Meteor? gonna I'm dude. I'm just gonna Fraud start. Protection. I'm gonna start Fraud screaming. Protection? I'm gonna start well, screaming at the top on. of. Well, nine. Turn your mic. Off. <laughs> <laughs> I picked the audio I on the your audio. mic. <laughs> I turned my mic off. Uh, well, like I said, short people get mad. Uh. Um, <laughs> We're just proving it. You're just proving it. Yeah, I um, know. So the Nissa, um, the Nissa or Nissi, also the Tomped. It's it's all the same. They're they're all tied to the same thing. It's just different words. Whether you're in Denmark, Norway, or look, Sweden. Star Trek is good. I don't know why people bully me for liking it. It's a fine show. No, S- Star Trek is fine. It's a fine you're series. You're a nerd. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> uh, so um, these uh these these compact, angry little little chic little men um wanted the utmost respect not for just for themselves but for the farm so if you were a farmer but you weren't treating your animals right mm-hmm. or you were like not treating your barn right yeah um nissa have been known to to cause um havoc even if you were doing something like like going to the bathroom so they the were seen as protectors of animals and, and wildlife yeah. kind of like the duende exactly all the way in Belize. So they're they're tied so closely to the idea of of the the garden nature the the farmland that they wanted to be respected and for you to respect everything around them. It was it was their 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 homeland. That's pretty cool. Um. So if if you yeah if you were doing something they didn't like, they would either prank you or punish you. Um, I feel like there's not a whole lot of difference between these two. Yeah. The disambiguation and and so, Scrabble word. So right, yeah, um, was so um, there was a, a fine line between what is a prank and what is a punishment to the gnomes. Mm-hmm. As I was reading, some of the pranks were not pranks at all. Um, so if they caught you doing something um, that they didn't like, yeah. you could get pranked. Quote this start quote Frank, and they'd rip by, your heart by, out yeah your giving <laughs> giving you a hard smack to the ear then <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a pun you know when you uh you know when you take your parents car out without permission you come home and your dad pranks you by just smacking by, by, you across the face by beating your ass yeah um, classic prank. that's what gnomes thought a prank and they had mm-hmm. immeasurable strength like herculean yeah. They, you know, what they lacked in stature, they made up for in guns. Um, take us to the gun show, mm-hmm. right? Uh, until now. Um, yeah, they, they would just smack the hell out of you. Or they would punish you, right? Right? Get this, by killing your livestock. Yeah. Wait, they're supposed to be protectors, though. Yeah. So they... <laughs> if you cross them, if you cross them, they'll kill your livestock... And you'll suffer for it, and they'll go somewhere else. Because son, they want to be somewhere that will flourish. Son, this, having a pet's a big responsibility. <laughs> uh, but you've forgotten to uh, uh, clean up dog shit from our yard for about a day now. So I just, <laughs> I, I got to take it out back and shoot it <laughs> between the eyes. 
you know, Johnny, you really have to walk him twice a day or they'll get lazy. That's mm-hmm. why I walked him all the way to a different kid's house. So you cannot enjoy <laughs> having a pet anymore. You need to make sure that they stay active. So to do that, I have tied the legs of your dog to four separate horses <laughs> and had them all run in different directions. Mm-hmm. This is for your benefit. If your dad was a was a nurse, that feel POV, your dad is a nurse. <laughs> Your dad is two feet tall. Uh, um, yeah, so they would do they would do just fun little pranks like that um, because they wanted to be somewhere where that was successful. They didn't want to be in a in a home that didn't respect the land yeah. or them. Um, so they they were vengeful. Like, girl boss. As long as you're on their good side, they're great. Yeah, girl boss, very girl boss of them. <laughs> um, but like you you needed to respect them in in every way. So. There's even a, an old old tale where um, you like a man spilled something on the floor, mm-hmm. and because the the Nissa kind of just live everywhere and could possibly be under the floorboards, you're supposed to shout warning and be like, "Oh, there's uh, coffee on the floor," you know, like, so they don't just get, in case they don't get afraid. Yeah, that's very interesting. Because um, are you done with the Nissa? Because I have I have something there, very similar. There is there is a little bit more. But uh-huh. I can go. I can get back to it later if you okay, want. Okay, cool. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, so people in the Nordic countries, this is one I, I did some research on, mm-hmm. have a few dozen names for these little fuckers. Um, but one encompassing term is the huldefolk, or the hidden people. Mm. Mm-hmm. This includes elves and other mystical beings that exist in a parallel world to ours. Um, and in a lot of Scandinavian countries, um, they tell you not to throw rocks because you could just hit one of the huldefolk. Because they could be anywhere. They could be anywhere. So if you just throw rocks, you could just like, just bop one in the head. Aww. You got a whole mess of problems. Because then they'll yeah, kill your yeah, dog. They'll kill your kids. <laughs> they'll rub your intestines out of your asshole. Like who knows what they'll do? Who knows what they'll do? What will they do next? Yeah. The the Nissa. I mean, basically every every article that I read is just like they're such such benevolent little creatures of the land, such kind earth folk. But but ooh, girl. Why are they vengeful? <laughs> vengeful is all of hell. Um, they and they 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 also kind of demanded gifts. Yeah, um, all the time. And back in back in the 17th century, right when it's still like the ancient idea of mm-hmm. of them, when it's more f- folklore, mm-hmm. um, you were supposed to leave out porridge on Christmas Eve for them, and it had to have butter on. Not too hot, they, not too cold. They loved butter. Yeah, just right. Um, and butter back then was like a luxury. It was a, yeah. a very special commodity. You That's why they had to occasions. create worms to steal them. <laughs> it's all coming back. It's all coming together, um, actually. And so you'd have to leave porridge out with butter on top for the Nyssa, mm-hmm. um, or else they would get mad. Um, but sometimes they would they would uh, like play pranks on them um, for fun. Okay. Um, in, in in some stories, it's it's seen as a prank, they and in some take stories, a it's seen as a, as a both mistake. Take a dump in the porridge bowl and put butter on top. Um, <laughs> in one story, uh, oh, a woman filled uh, a bowl with porridge, but instead of putting the butter on top, she decided to put it all the way at the bottom. Okay. And so the Nissa came and found it, sans butter, and got pissed. So they went out to the barn and killed the best cow there, 
but then they got super hungry. They're all hangry. And they go back, eat the porridge, find the butters on the bottom. Oh, and no. they felt so bad, they went to the neighbor's farm and led their best cow Over. back to the farm that's, as an apology. That's hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is super funny. Cause in another story, someone didn't leave porridge for them at all. Mm-hmm. And they, they just wreaked absolute havoc on the place. Nice. Never recovered. Yeah, I feel like gnomes are the kind of people that would, like, uh, cut off your toes in the middle of the night and make you eat them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. This is a vibe I get from gnomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of the examples of the mischief that they had was, because they're two feet tall. They do anything yeah. a, a second grader But they have do. the strength of, like, ten men. Yeah. It's like you give a bunch of pixie sticks to your to your nephew, and they go <laughs> that's, bananas. That's a funny little pun. Pixie, pixie sticks. sticks. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm unappreciated in my time. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah, they would tie, uh, cow tails together, turn stuff upside down, break stuff, just throw a tantrum, essentially. Mm-hmm. But, on the flip side of that, so that's, that's kind of the old idea of Nyssa. Mm-hmm. Um, the more modern idea of Nyssa, actually, is that they're, like, really benevolent gift givers. Interesting. So, the idea of, um, like, St. Nicholas, right? The Father yeah. Christmas idea that we have now, y- you might, if you think about it, you know, Santa has has this very similar hat wears red has a beard that's pretty close to our idea of gnomes he's just yeah he's like if you took like the corner like angle of a gnome and just dragged it out diagonally exactly make him bigger so um they they had this idea um for the for the nissa mm-hmm. um that was often paired with something called the yule goat um okay or called the the uh yule walking and the uh yule nissa which mm-hmm. is just like you'll go you'll you know basically you'll know. the christmas version the christmas skin mm-hmm. um and they would go they would go door to door and bring gifts and then it became then it was sans goat and it was just the nissa interesting and they would go they would knock on the door and go are there any good kids in here today and, and give out gifts and that's when um that's a swedish <laughs> that's when neighborhood watch took over <laughs> that's when the, the HOA and said you have to be this tall to enter the neighborhood yeah gated communities with little like roller coaster height <laughs> regulations yeah but in s- some some swedish magazine published something called the a story called the thompson mm-hmm. and you'll remember that the, the the swedish translation for nissa is Tomps. yeah they, they they published something about a very like philosophical man that looked just like the nissa mm-hmm. that on christmas was contemplating life and death and all these things and gave out gifts interesting and that's where the the idea of like santa claus really started and became popular that's so pretty cool so santa comes from gnomes basically essentially yeah that's kind of cool so uh, it's it's strange that you have to be on the good side of the gnomes and you'll get a bunch of gifts and if you're on the bad side you'll get punished mm-hmm, because like that's the, like the naughty or nice list. Es- yeah essentially that's interesting that comes from. if the country hasn't descended in the civil war by christmas this will be a very fun topic to revisit <laughs> on a christmas episode and we'll be right back after this message experience san marcus you could come to the river and jump in or go downtown and take a run around to see all the local merchants but if you want to feel san marcus you need to tune in on tuesday nights at 9 to 10 p.m and listen to downtown funk with sammy the bull playing all the top hits top grooves obscure funk from the 70s 80s and 90s so if you want to get your groove on and reminisce or if you want to feel like it was back in the day tune in on tuesday nights at 9 p.m 
Alrighty, welcome back to Swamp Ass Egos here on KZSM, recorded live in the heart of San Marcos, Texas. That's True Community Radio. This week we're talking about El Duende from the uh, Spanish culture, also other gnome-like creatures from Scandinavia and Iberia. So we were just talking about the Nyssa and the Tomps, mm-hmm. um, and we're learning a little bit about ourselves, aren't we, Jordan? A little... I'm going to start crying if you keep this up. I'm looking at the man in the mirror. (laughs) (laughs) I'm asking him to grow a few inches. (laughs) You think I haven't tried? (laughs) Um, No, I'm glad that you started talking about, like, Icelandic um, uh, uh, little people, Mm -hmm. the wee folk. Mm -hmm. um, Because I found a couple stories about, like, uh, construction projects in Iceland that were stopped because the locals thought that uh, the Hilda folk were uh, sabotaging those projects. Ooh. Because during road construction in... Oh, I should have gotten a kind. Kopavogr. <laughs> in 1971, a bulldozer broke down, and the driver placed the blame on elves living in a large rock nearby. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Newspapers ran with the story, um, and so <laughs> the myths has taken over Iceland ever since. And then in no ni- fact-checking. No fact-checking. And then in 1982, 150 Icelanders went to the NATO base in Keflavik to look for elves who might be endangered by American phantom jets <gasps> and AWACS reconnaissance planes. In 2004, Alcoa had to have a government expert, expert certify that their chosen building site was free of archaeological sites, including ones related to Hildefolk folklore, before they could build an aluminum smelter in Iceland. Wow. So they had mm-hmm. to certify that it was safe. That it's, that it's gnome-free before they would start building there. Certified gnome-free. USDA. Certified gnome. <laughs> um, that rules. Why does it seem like they, they were s- skeptical of Americans for endangering <laughs> the gnome the gnomes. population? So typical. That is No ty- regard. That is typical American arrogance, you know, just not caring for the local wildlife, mm-hmm. be it gnome or non-gnome. That's what my crazy uncle's always talking about. He says, that government don't care about the little people. <laughs> Look, gnomes don't kill people. The government does. The government does. Um, so, so it's, it's widely believed that they're still... Yeah. You know, there's still little people living it, in the rocks. It, it, yeah, it, uh, God, I don't remember the Have exact numbers, but it was like 10% like strongly believe mm-hmm. in the Hilda folk. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was like 49 to like 60% believe that something could be out there mm-hmm. related to the wee folk. Mm-hmm. Um, also... I think it's hilarious that every time you have to say it, you have to put on the tiniest accent to do it. The Hildefolk? The Hildefolk. I, I don't know how the to pronounce Hildefolk. it otherwise. No, like, I mean, I'm not I like trying it. to do no, an no, accent. No. I really like it anyway. Hildefolk. Nah, you know what nah, I mean? You gotta There's an accent over Hildefolk. one of the U's. Mm-hmm. And the Hildefolk. <laughs> We're peeking all over the How place. many countries can we piss off on this show? Innumerable. There's only so many to go through. No, there'll be new countries. By Next the up on our list... Germany. All right, Germany, watch out. I get. <laughs> um, this is another one that I thought was very interesting, mm-hmm. um, because this relates to Sasquatch folklore. Ooh. Yeah. And he's a big person. He's a big boy. Yeah. Uh, it's in the name. Mm-hmm. Sass. Big. Sass for big. Foot. Quatch for foot. <laughs> <laughs> Direct translation. Uh, these are called the book woos. 
um, and they are known as the Little Woodsmen to the Heltsuk people of the Great Bear Rainforest in northwestern Canada. Um, uh, you saw, I was reading a book uh, about Sasquatch for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in the guy's like travels, he's like talking to like people in this area. And like a lot of them, like a lot of like indigenous uh, people in that area mm-hmm. uh, believe in some kind of like giant wild man. But then he, uh, uh, but then they're also like, yeah, but there's also like the small ones. He's like, what are you talking about? And that's the book woos. Mm. Um, to some other tribes on the coast, the term just refers to Sasquatch, but not to the hel- uh, the the Heltsuk. They see them as a separate species entirely mm. that looks like Bigfoot, but they're tiny and evil. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, um, they're described as a small man, which is really a form of evil. They could have rephrased that. Uh, if people a, are a small man, you heard it here first, folks. A, a small, small man, man is, is a form of evil. evil. Um, if people are really struggling in life and are imbalanced, they tend to be the ones more likely to see a book woos. Um, so yeah, so they're 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 more spiritual beings. Like if you mm-hmm. see one, it means that you're in a, like a rough place in life mm. and you need to reevaluate something. So you need to manifest. You're manifesting. You're manifesting your the book woo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like them. I think it's. I think it's. Inter- I think it's fascinating that there's a, uh, a separate like genus, of Bigfoot out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that causes misfortune and giggles in the forest. That's yeah. something else that people describe as like, yeah, we know they're not Bigfoot because they don't howl. They kind of mm-hmm. giggle mm-hmm. in the woods. Well, when I think of Bigfoot and Sasquatch, I don't have any moral like associations with them. They're very bringing neutral. mischief or good. It's yeah. just it's just some elusive creature that's mm-hmm. that's large, and so I think it's fitting that something that does have a clear negative connotation or or a reputation for mischief mm-hmm. is is not Bigfoot. That is not, not our Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Yeah, uh-huh. no, they, they they made it very clear. It's like no, no, that ain't no Bigfoot. That ain't no Bigfoot. Uh-huh. Well, oh, I seen a Bigfoot. That ain't no Bigfoot. <laughs> dang old, dang old little bookwoof. Uh, yeah, I I think it's neat. I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and there's also this one has the most. You feel fun like you name. can identify with them a little bit more. I'm gonna kick your <laughs> goddamn ass, Morris. <laughs> drop you off on the side of the road, boy. <laughs> I'm gonna drop kick you from the other side of this radio booth. Um, this one has the most fun name of all. It's called the Puckwudgie. That's awesome. Isn't that a cool name? Puckwudgie. Yeah. That sounds like some sort of Canadian hockey mascot. A Pop little buddies. bit, yeah. I mean, a lot of Canadian names come from, like, indigenous terms. Cool. Um, uh, this one is from Wampanoag Folklore, which is in modern-day Delaware. Okay. Mm-hmm. That also sounds like a camp. <laughs> camp Puckwudgie. Camp Puckwudgie, home of the, uh, what did you say, Wama? Wampanoag. That's Wampanoag. the name of the tribe. Wampanoag. Oh, sweet. Um, the name can be translated to Little Wild Man of the Woods That Vanishes. That's such a long translation. <laughs> little man of the woods that, that vanishes. vanishes. Yeah. The, the man vanishes. Or the the little man vanish. of the woods that vanishes. Mm-hmm. He vanishes, he but vanishes, he's of the woods. He's of the woods. Okay. Yeah. Not the woods that vanish. Not the woods that vanish. But just like El Duende, depending <laughs> who you ask, can be anywhere from trickster goblins to forest protectors to malevolent entities bent on creating harm. Malevolent entities. entities. Other wee folk have this power. Pugwudgies are known to be able to change form into various animals. Mm-hmm. Mostly porcupines, from what the artwork shows. Okay. Yeah. People love drawing pugwudgies as, like, these half-porcupine men. And I think it's really cool. It's a fun little, like, X-Men kind of looking thing. That's awesome. I yeah. mean, of all the forest animals, I think porcupines, you don't, you know, you don't see them as often. But they are the most... Uh, Useful. Defensive. Defensively, yeah. I mean, yeah. 
I feel like I'd be the most scared. Because if you see a skunk, you just got to run away. Yeah. Um, but if you see a porcupine, you have to, like, be on guard. On guard, because yeah. you can just throw those quills at you. Mm-hmm. Um, just toss them. Yeah. One, uh, one site that I found said that Pukwudgie's sightings um, were in a town in, I think it's Delaware, um, and a town that was very infamous because it's where the Lizzie Borden murders happened. Ooh. So, yeah. It's a little devi, a little evil town full of negative spirits. Mm-hmm. That's kind of fun. Dang, she got fan club. <laughs> Full of pugwudgies. <laughs> yeah. So that's the that's the we folk. That's Dang. thank you for listening, everybody. That's yeah, that's been our that's been our, our, our episode on the we folk. Wow. Also the um we folk have been so yeah. so poor. Um, so poor to them, poor so everybody. <laughs> um so I found this video. I can I can post it on Twitter if, if people give a shit. Um but it's it's people that um, they they here just take my laptop and press play. But basically, it's um, you got it. Mm-hmm. Great. It's a uh, it's a video of people saying that they 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 see little folk mm-hmm. um, like just in front of their home hiding behind a rock, and they turn their flashlight off. And every time they turn it on, there's this little figure that kind of, that's like gets caught in the light and runs back Ooh. behind the rock. Ooh, okay. It's it's very interesting. Uh, I, I want to see what you think about it. Okay. And so yeah. this is... Where where was this filmed? I found this... Uh, I do not remember. Okay. It's in America because they say that it's a Native American legend, which oh, okay. it technically is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, maybe it's like Nevada. It looks like a desert. It could be New Mexico. It's definitely in the States, though. I'll, uh, I can read it. I found it on a subreddit called r slash humanoid encounters. Um, so, you know, I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Let me know when you see one of the folk. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking for these folk. Looking mm-hmm. for these day on. It's only about a minute forty-seven seconds long, so mm-hmm. it's not the longest video. But there's a very Ooh. clear. Did you see it? Yes, 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 yes. It yes. it looks like a garden gnome. It does. It's literally a garden gnome, mm-hmm. like a little man or woman in like like mm-hmm. Eastern European garb behind and like an the apron. Scenes of Nomeo and Juliet. Behind three. the scenes of Nomeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, t- to gnome or not to gnome? Yeah. Um, if you if you watch the video at home after we post it, mm-hmm. or if you uh, just go to don't the subreddit, if you don't give um, a shit, yeah, it literally is a small person ducking behind a, a yep. rock, and not like not like a small person like they're short or like no, or like, like or like a dwarf. Like a foot tall. This yeah, this is this is a a, a being that is at most mm-hmm. one foot a foot and a half tall. Yeah, but it's 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 living. It's a creature. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. It's not a. It's not an animal. It's a humanoid. It's it's a humanoid encounter. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a. I've I've seen a lot of things move in my periphery, <laughs> but I. Have, I'm an expert on seeing things move with my eyes. <laughs> yeah, I have never. I've never falsely seen a a gnome. A gnome. <laughs> yeah. Look, if I if I if I think I saw something, it's usually just a like a shadow or something or if, I, if i'm really scared and i'm like no that was a person i've never falsely seen a a gnome yeah for all you cat owners do you guys ever freak out when you think your cat's in the room, the cat's and it's in not the room? <laughs> all the time or the, the the most i get scared is when i don't think fleawood's in the room mm-hmm. and then he like jumps at me oh suddenly yeah yeah cause i'm like when when did he's you a predator. get under the bed where mm-hmm. <laughs> how long have you been there he's a predator mm-hmm. um but yeah so that's been our episode uh while we're wrapping up here um, a couple good friends of ours, um, Jack Neal and Jason Johnson, who uh, has been a guest on our on our program, 
um, they recently started a new podcast called That Their Sportscast, which we highly recommend checking out. It's your go-to for sports, jokes. Mm-hmm. I should have named a sport so I could have listed other sports to talk about. Right now they're doing football. Yeah. Um, and while we're not a podcast, they are. So you should check them out on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, mm-hmm. anywhere podcasts are sold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're uh, focusing on football right now. Uh, we've also joined a fantasy league with them. Mm-hmm. At the moment, ooh, it looks like none of them are winning. Uh, yeah. I I won mine against Jack. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know. I I have not. I you didn't win. Couldn't I give. I couldn't you give less of win. a shit. Yeah. Um, I don't understand. I didn't understand how to pick my team. Yeah, you picked all. Running I picked backs. all running backs to the first like. 10 draft picks it could not have given you more tools to succeed and you failed miserably nah. but that's okay because mm. i'm i won my round Very and we're cool. gonna see what happens next week hey but i got i got colin kaepernick so yeah mm-hmm. yeah no comment necessary uh don't know if he's good at the game but i like what he stands for not even sure if he's playing at the moment but no, didn't he just get accepted back into the nfl isn't he playing again i don't know i'm not a sports pass i'm he, not a, well, uh, he's definitely in the new madden game Good for them. That was that was that was big Hose on Twitter. Madden. Hose Madden. Hose Madden. Hose Madden. Well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll be live again next Sunday at 10 p.m. If you have any encounters, stories, or uh, any gossip that you'd like us to yeah. share, do we have any gossip we can talk about briefly? Honestly, I mean, just your shitty dates that you go. He's been cool. <laughs> uh, no comment there either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I said, any spurn lovers that want to pop in, shoot us an email. Feel free. But uh, don't thank you- don't say don't encourage them. <laughs> but uh, we'll be back again next week. Thank you so much for listening to KZSM.org, filmed live in San Marcos, Texas. That is true community radio. Hope to see you guys again next week. All right, have a good night. in the twilight.